This is the show with Cannon Brown. Like I was, I was trying to make a dime on any animal I could when I was little. Like I, we had a pond, and one day I scooped up like hundred baby like fingerling catfish, mm-hmm. fed them out, and then drove my bike down to the pet store with all of them, and traded them in for store credit for like bird food. No way! Yeah, I was like ten. <laughs> You're just a hustler, bro. <laughs> that yeah, is... It was always. I mean, I was always on something I was interested in and, yeah. and enjoyed doing. That last few minutes might have been a little confusing. You'd like to know who I was talking to, wouldn't you? What is up, guys? And happy New Year! Happy 2020! Uh, I'm very excited for this year. I'm going to make some changes. You're going to be seeing me a lot more on social media. That is one of my goals. Uh, one of my resolutions is to be more active on social media. So get ready because you're about to see more of me on your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Guaranteed. I've got a great guest for you guys today. Uh, I was lucky enough to spend some time at the Arizona National Livestock Show this past weekend. Uh, got uh, a bunch of interviews uh, with uh, a bunch of awesome people, really, really cool people. And this is one of them. I got Jake Richardson, uh, a good friend now. I just met him over the weekend, but uh, he's another next level counselor on the goat side. Really, really awesome guy, just down to earth. Um, and honestly, like this is just one of those uh, younger guy interviews uh, where I interview somebody my age because I like doing it. Uh, and it, it seems like uh, you guys like listening to just young people bullshit. So uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so Jake's awesome. He had a fantastic weekend at the Arizona National Livestock Show. He's had a, a one heck of a year. Uh, check his Twitter. You can see all of his accolades uh, in one compilation photo that he just made. It's pretty impressive, guys. Uh, so he is... Jake's coming up. Jake's coming up. He's he's a really good uh, uh, goat fitter, uh, and I'm excited to see what he does in the future. So, hope you guys enjoy it. Like the show pod, uh, subscribe, follow at uh, the show pod on Instagram, Facebook. I'm making a Twitter tomorrow. That's right. When this comes out, Twitter will be made. So go follow at the show pod. Okay, on Twitter. Please do it. All right. That's enough of me talking. Let's do it, Mr. Jake Richardson. You're safer here than any place else. Now just lock yourself in and keep quiet. Well, I'm sitting here with uh, Jake Richardson at the Arizona National Livestock Show in a car in the parking lot while it's raining. Jake, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. So I work as a janitor at a college, and although I feel I'm smarter than most people that go there, um, sometimes I'll see you know, half of an equation on a blackboard, and you know, I'll, just, I'll just solve it. Yeah, and leave it alone. Uh, is that Goodwill Hunting? No. It sounds a lot like the plot from Goodwill Hunting. Anyway, my best friend is Ben Affleck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, I'm not with uh, what's his even what's his name? What's Dale Doback. Uh, no, uh, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Because good, Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting. Hunting. Yeah. Uh, but Dale Doback. Dale Doback. Uh, from Step Brothers. Uh, to call me Dragon. Jake, you do a great impression uh, of Step Brothers, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Me and my brothers, I mean, before, like, Twitter and, and memes and, and everything, like, our memes were movie quotes, and I think it was between Nacho Libre and Step Brothers and, like, Anchorman and a couple others. Like, that was the language we spoke Those are the goats. each other, yeah. Like, though, like if, you, if you look at me and say, Chancho, I need to borrow some sweats. Are you leaving us? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You want to borrow some sweats, or yeah. you want nachos. I was riding up here with um, a family... I'm helping California, and I was asking the two kids in the back seat. They're they're like 
14 and 12. And I was like, I, I made a Nacho Libre quote and no one said anything. And I was like, have you guys seen Nacho Libre? And Braden the kid in the backseat, no, but that sounds delicious. And he I thought was, it was a food. I was appalled, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on Netflix now. They don't have an excuse. <laughs> exactly. It's a culture that they need to be exposed to. Well, Jake, um, how we met was through Kaylee Bontrager. Mm-hmm. Basically, KB. kind of. Because mm-hmm. uh, you work for Next Level. You're a goat counselor. I'm yes, a, sir. I'm a swine counselor. Haven't been to a camp together yet. Mm-mm. Supposed to do the Oklahoma City one, but I had to. The Duncan one? Yep. Or the Duncan, yeah. Duncan yeah, I was Oklahoma excited. One. I saw you on the call sheet for that. Yeah, you were. I, I was like, "Oh, Jake's gonna go. I'm gonna finally meet him. He seems like a really cool guy." And then you didn't come. I didn't go. I, I couldn't make it. I was um, on an important cruise ship. Um, oh yeah, you trip, went on yeah. a cruise. Yeah, with me and my grandpa and my brothers. We went to Ensenada, Mexico. How was it? It was honestly really fun. Just a boys' trip. I think we might have went the wrong time of the of the year, for, like cruise wise, because me and my brothers were the only ones on this boat. Yeah. That were between eighteen and twenty five. Yeah. But I think it, it kind of paid off because, like, one night we were going, there was, like, a club on the boat, and we were like, okay, guys, there's no girls our age that we even have to worry about <laughs> what is what's the, what's the girl age group here? Is it, like, 65 and up? 65 and up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cougs or nothing, Shannon. Hey, uh, I just want to say, we're not discriminated against cougars here. No, we, we support it. We, um, we support it. <laughs> no, uh, but, but... I mean, you're 21 year old. Yeah, you're looking for girls around your age. It, yeah, pretty close. 20 years. Within 20, honestly, I mean, yeah, 20 years. I mean, not going below, Less. but yeah, hopefully not below. I'm not yeah. old enough to be dating girls that much younger than me. Yet. Yeah. Um, but dude, I've always wanted to go on a cruise. I need to go on one soon. Uh, I just can't find like a good time to do it. But it's it's hard to find five days in a row that you can exactly leave. But it was it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it. Well, Jake, but, you're from California. Yep. Um, I was born in Southern California, and then when we were about, I was about two years old, my family moved to Northern California, and that's kind of where we lived for until I turned 18. Now, do you remember, like, living in SoCal, or? I remember we had this house on this mountain, and it, I remember my dad shooting coyotes and um, just just living out there. I remember the house and everything, but uh, not very much of it. Did you come from, like, did your parents, like, live in an agriculture-based life, or? No, actually, um kind of I guess I'm a product of the 4-H and FFA organizations um my mom is a Cuban-American she was you know grew up in Hollywood she was in like a couple movies like oh wow really like tried to do the Hollywood thing yeah like what movies like a, um Limb- there was one called Limbada Limbada and she was in a show called Cop Rock but um she what's did, your like, mom's name Geldy Geldy shout out Geldy Geldy's got the moves y'all <laughs> every single wedding I've ever been to my mom just she breaks it down. Oh, breaks it down, and you should see the look on these people's faces. She just like, busted down Tatiana, basically. Oh, yeah. She, she, yeah, she was in like music videos, and she was, she was like a pop. Really? Person, yeah. Like, what years was she doing this? Eighties, um, late eighties, early nineties. Nice. Yeah, and Those then my the heydays. Oh yeah, back then, my uh, and my dad. I mean, they they were in, in in agriculture. My my, you know, his dad always had a job, but they they you know they had cows at the house and chickens and stuff, but not in, like production agriculture by any means. And then they met in L.A. And we lived in you know, an apartment and then moved to the country. My dad always kind of wanted to be in the country. He yeah. never really wanted to live in the, in the suburbs or anything like that. So you grew up in more no- northern California. Yeah. We were, um, yeah, we were in uh, Placer County, like the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas, kind of like right there below Tahoe. Oh, nice. Um, really pretty area. But like I said, my dad always, we always had property, so we always had animals and 
And we had rabbits and chickens and everything. So, like, you were growing up with livestock around, and, like, you were just kind of used to it already. Yeah, there was more just, like, pets. Like, we thought it was cool to have them. It was work. just like a hobby farm, yeah. kind of. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's how a lot of people get into it. They just, their parents have a hobby farm, and then they're like, let's go to the county fair and see what we can do. Yeah, exactly. And then they get into it. It was cool, like, my, my parents were really supportive of me. I was, like, obsessed with birds when I was 10 years old. And so I had all these incubators and would hatch eggs and sell them to the, our friends and raise chickens. Big and, chicken guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was trying to make a dime on any animal I could when I was little. Like, I'd, we had a pond, and one day I scooped up, like, 100 baby, like, fingerling catfish, mm-hmm. fed them out, and then drove my bike down to the pet store with all of them and traded them in for store credit for, like, bird food. No way! Yeah, I was, like, 10. <laughs> You're just a hustler, bro. <laughs> that yeah, is... It was always... I mean, I was always on something I was interested in yeah. and enjoyed doing, so... Just trading... Trading uh, animals, I guess. I guess yeah. You can't just, really call fish livestock, Just trying I to guess, make but. money with what I love, and that was what I was always really interested in, so... Now, in the part of Northern California, it's kind of like hoity-toity. Like, when I think of Northern California, I'm just like, either farms or it's like Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Napa Valley, I mean, it's very, like, a prestigious, beautiful, high-dollar kind of yeah. place. We're like... So, like, Napa Valley is along the, the western coast of California. We're like... Oh, you're on the eastern on, coast. Yeah, we're on the eastern, like, mountain range. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, hilly, and we got pine trees, and, like, drive an hour north, and there's, you know, you can go snowboarding. Do you snowboard? Like that. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't been in a couple of years, but in, like, high school. Yeah. I'd go up every Friday. Go up every, fr- you just had, how close was it to your house? Hour and a half. Jeez. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a blast. Loved it. I mean, I have one, a, an hour and a half away from my house, but, like, I didn't go them. I, I went a bunch, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't go as much as I should have. Yeah. It was, I regret not going more. It was, yeah. it was so much fun. I'm about to go it. in a week. Mm. I'm stoked. We're Where getting are you going? A, uh, it's called Snowball. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in Flag. And oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like, we only have, we've got three. So we've got Snowball and Flag. We've got Sunrise and uh, Sholo. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. It's on like the res. Uh-huh. It's a good place, dude. Really? And then we've got uh, the most southern ski resort in America in Tucson. And it doesn't open ever. So last once, year, the once year when it's last year was the first time it opened in three years. They don't sell any season passes because they don't know when the snow is going to melt. But honestly, I went up there for a day and just took a uh, just did a little day lift, and I got like sixteen runs in that day because there was sucks. no bet, one yeah, on the no mountain. One was there. No one there. The the longest it took was the lift up because mm-hmm. the lift is old as shit. Like yeah, they don't want to like maintain it because they move slow. Yeah, you know. rickety. You could probably fall off. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> so Snowboarding. You had um, you had a little. Your parents had a little hobby farm. You raised some chickens, sold some fish. Uh, when do you get into 4-H? So, I, I had like a I got sh- some chickens that I wanted to show when I was like maybe eight, and I joined 4-H and never really worked out. Missed miss meetings and stuff. And then um, my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Moneypenny, actually her daughter showed some lambs in 4-H. And she was like, you should, you'd, you'd like this. Like, you should show some lambs with my daughter. And then I was like, well, sweet, yeah, like, I want to do this. My parents were like, yeah, let's do it. And then we went and got uh, a Dorset sheep um, for my first county fair. We didn't know very much. No. Like, we just, we, you know, we were just starting out, so we, we were, like, you know, last and, you know, didn't do good. But It was just a commercial Dorset. Yeah, just yeah. a commercial sheep, but I had so much fun, and, oh, yeah. you know, I loved it. And then my mom does, Well, what... what? That first year, what kind of like made you love it? Was the actual showing, or was it like the community and the friends? I that I was, I, my sheep. I I walked them so much, like way too much, and this thing was my best friend. Nice. And I walked around the fair with this thing. 
Oh really? And, and I was just showing him off like how how well trained he was, and I was you know nine years old or no, I was I was probably ten, um, and that was just so much fun to me. Nice. You know, right off the bat, and then my mom had my my picture in her office, and one of her one of her clients came in and was like, oh, you, your son shows sheep. She's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll sell him some bread ewes. Does he want to raise some? And I'm, she was like, yeah, he definitely does. So he bought these bread ewes from this guy who, um, you know, raised some nice show lambs for, like, in their county, um, not very far from us. And one of them just happened to be a reserve at our county fair. I don't know how. We just... Holy crap. Just, I mean, just, just year? Got, I mean, the sheep was nice and we got lucky, but I yeah. mean, we still didn't really know much. And then that's kind of when I was like, I don't want to lose anymore. Like, this is really fun. Yeah, you get that, you get a winning uh, bug, yeah, and you fi- don't want to go back I mean, the down. the first time, like, you yeah. win, that's when you're kind of addicted after that. Now, do you feel like uh, kids that, like, just win right off the bat, do you feel like that hurts them in the long run? Like, when a kid just, like, is seven or nine years old, they go to, like, uh, their parents are really into it, they take them to national shows, and they just win a national show when they're, like, really young. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they, like, grow up and really understand the importance of winning a show if they just hit it right off the bat? I think it depends on the family, like how they explain it to the kid. Yeah, I Some of those so. kids, like, 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 like Sadie Allen and, and and Wade Franklin's kid. Those kids grew up around it and watched all these older kids win shows. And, yeah. You know, when those kids win, they cry. They're happy. Yeah. You know, they understand it. Um, I think in those situations, I mean, reactions the same. I don't. I don't really know. Um, it's I. I don't really know an answer. I don't yeah. have an answer for it. I just think it's like a interesting thing. I mean. I know I didn't win right off the bat. It mm-hmm. took me it took me a long time to actually like uh, win my county, and I only got reserve mm-hmm. all the time I showed. I only got reserve in my county, and it was awesome for me. Oh yeah, and I loved it. But I loved that it took me that long. Like it was almost mm-hmm. like way cooler that this like it wasn't my last year, but the second to my last year, I get the highest that I've been. I I, I was on top of the world, dude. Oh, yeah. I was riding high. Mm-hmm. Like jackpots were cool and stuff like that, but yeah. Um, it was just nice to win that show, but I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. Okay, so <laughs> so you buy some bread. Use that's think of like uh, the importance that that random guy had on you. Oh, if I mean, if do you know him? Do you I, have his name? I, I yeah, uh, Rob Chody. Rob yeah. Chody. Shout yeah. out Rob Chody. Yeah. Um, I haven't talked to him in probably a year after we bought those used. I just hadn't seen him. Um, but yeah, that was started me off, and you know, if that didn't happen, I don't know. If, it, if my situation would be different or if I'd be doing something else or, yeah. or what, but it was definitely part of it. Well, it's interesting. Those little dynamics that happen or those little, like, chance encounters yeah. can just shape everything. And it, it was like a fight. He was probably like, yeah, I can sell him bread use. And it was like, okay, cool. Give me your number. Five-minute little yeah. deal. Away. Yeah. And then, boom, your life's changed. Yeah, definitely. That's nuts. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what would – if I didn't buy those or if, if that didn't happen, then how different – things yeah. I don't know. You probably, you might like still be into it, but you might not be as into it as you are. Yeah. Or maybe someone else would have, you know, come along and help me out like you did or, I don't know. And then after that, we know we just, you know, kept trying to get better. We, we, the next year we, we still won our, we, you know, we, we worked hard and sought help and we did well at our county fair again. Yeah. And then we we're like, okay, let's go to some jackpots. Like we're, we're pretty good at this, you know, like, and we go to that jackpots get whooped on oh yeah get last place we're just like what <laughs> you were doing we're good not in your county good. and then you yeah. go to jackpots and you're like oh these are the other people in the yeah. state these people do this every day like oh, no and we just kind of you know every year we'd have to step it up and you know find more help um and i think that's i would not be where i wouldn't be anywhere without the people who helped me like i don't know anything yeah. i hadn't been told you know or learned from somebody 
that's all that's all it's about is like just meeting people connecting with people and then just soaking up all the information yeah. yeah just honestly just like listening yeah and remembering i mean when i was i was 13 rattling off sheep pedigrees to to people and they're just like whoa like that was yeah. that was what I loved. And that, you love that, that? was really fun, yeah. And when those old guys would talk about how their you know how their sheep are bred and why they, you know, bought that ram or whatever, you know, I was, I just just glowing like yeah. I, it was. I loved it. Loved listening to it and loved learning from those guys. Yeah, I was never much for uh, memorizing pedigrees. I all my buddies did it. My mm-hmm. best friend and uh, when I was showing was uh, Kevin Rogers. Shout out Kevin. Um. But he could, he's a big Heimer guy. Mm-hmm. And he can spit you every single thing that Heimer has had, has right now, mm-hmm. or will have. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's just, he's got a mind that can read the future for Jesse Heimer. Oh, yeah. And he can rattle off everything. And we were, when we were in high school, I was like, nah, I don't really feel like memorizing that. Like, I just want to, I want to, like, save that space for other things. And we bred some and did music stuff like lyrics. that. But honestly, like, yeah. I love music Famous lyrics. People. <laughs> Oh, no, it was for the books, obviously. Yeah, definitely. For school. School, yeah. Studious. Yeah, stay in school. Yeah. Um, So, you go to Jackpots. You find out, oh, shit, we need to be working a little harder. Yeah. Um, But you end up being competitive. Yeah, I mean, we just went to camps and found help, and I I stared at pictures of those kids that beat me and was like, what are they doing? Like, I mean, asking questions, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you get your lamb to stand still the whole entire time you're out there? You know, and just learning from those guys. You know, not trying to sit there and complain. You know, they're you know they're cheaters. These winners. You know, go hang out with them. Go see what they're doing. Yeah. And that was very influential to the people that helped me when I was young. That's one of the biggest Definitely. things that I think uh, young people can should take to heart is don't hate the people that are beating you. Just they're trying be to friends with them. Like yeah. be friends with them, and then they'll tell you their secrets. And yeah. then after they tell you their secrets, you can compete and stay friends. Mm-hmm. Like don't just like go behind their back and just beat them and be like, okay, now we're not friends. Yeah. But you got to be in it uh, for the, like, legitimacy. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you get into high school. When? What time did you join FFA? Was it high school or did you guys start earlier? Yeah. Um, in California, it's, I mean, some schools are different in junior high, but ours started freshman year high school. Okay. That was, yeah. that was the way mine was. But I know some people start in like eight, like seventh or eighth grade some, sometimes yeah, some in some states. Yeah, some junior officer teams and junior yeah. programs, but. I knew I, I knew about FFA obviously like at the fair I, I knew the ag teacher and knew I wanted to be involved in it and then when I got there it was a lot different than what I thought it was going to be. Really? How? Yeah. I mean I just didn't realize all the public speaking and the professional aspect of aspect it. of it yeah. and the stuff that they teach you like that it's a lot. It prepares you for a lot more than I thought it would. Um, I thought it was just kind of showing the fair, just kind of what I knew about it. Yeah. Um, and I and I really loved, you know, both sides of it. I got really involved in officer teams I ran for office every year and uh, did some sectional office and was on a regional officer team you know I love that where were you on uh, the sectional regional sentinel both times nice stationed by the door dude I was sentinel hell yeah <laughs> I was stationed we just by become the door. best friends I think we did <laughs> yes it was it was cool because I didn't have to memorize you know another part yeah it was it was awesome and that was so you know and I just really enjoyed that um did you run for a state I didn't I was I was on the nominating committee okay. um and that was kind of all I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to go to Texas and judge, so I was ready to, to go on. Now, um, did you compete? You competed in some CDs. Yeah, I did a job interview for a couple years. Um, did okay, but I don't regret it. Like I learned a lot. Yeah. From that, like just yeah. I, I was helping my brothers and you know my dad with job applications after that, and 
you know, interviews were so much easier. And it was, yeah. You know, especially for applying for offices and stuff after that, it was, it was awesome. And scholarship interviews just came came easily, just because that's what we did all. Day Honestly, long. if you can do a good interview, you're set. Yeah. Honestly, like if you can conduct it or if you can just stay alert and like responsive in an interview, mm-hmm. it makes all the difference. Like the older generation's impressed by it. Yeah. These days, you know, I mean, it's things are different. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, that kind of that sort of thing definitely stands out. Um, and you know, that's just one of the many things that FFA actually did prepare me for. You know, I think about that all the time. You know, like, not many people can say that almost everything they do was a seed was planted by FFA. Every yeah. every you know every part of my life, you know, came from something I learned there or started there, and you know, it's just kind of what shaped me, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, so you did judging too in the CDE. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, um, that that was my favorite too. And but instead of so I had two CDs that I competed in too. I did, but I did ag sales, mm. and ag sales, I loved ag sales, and that taught me a bunch. Like just like like job interview taught you a bunch. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about like just presenting a product uh, to a group of people, trying to sell them on a yeah. product, and it was it taught me a bunch. But judging was so always my favorite, fun. dude. It's especially when you're in 4-H and FFA and you figure it out at that point, and you can just go into a contest and just be like, I know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I've been at this contest every single year for the past five years. This is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can just rake it up. Definitely. But like, I, there was never a livestock judging team in my high school and my ag teachers were really good. Like my, my, my teacher Shannon was really good at coaching like floor, um, like floors teams. Um, oh, called? uh, floor, uh, floor horticulture. Yeah. Floriculture, right? Floor, With flowers. Horticulture? Horticulture is with like, like greenhouse plants, flowers. Gosh, we're so bad. culture. Yeah, she was really good at that. I'm so and... sorry for everyone that's listening and hates us right now. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> um, and my other act teacher, you know, had other talents, but I, you know, I knew I wanted to be in livestock judging and wanted to do that, so I wasn't gonna not do it. Um, didn't have a team for a couple years. Like it was just my mom taking me to contests, or you know, my act teacher taking me to contests just by myself and just going there as an individual. Um, and I, I just really enjoyed it. My freshman year, I didn't. I didn't place a single hog class right, yeah. cattle class. I didn't ever give a set of reasons, so I just butchered it completely. Um, but I placed the sheep class right somehow. And Clay Weber was actually the first guy I ever gave reasons to. Nice. Yeah. And I didn't realize how big of a, you know, how yeah, huge that guy yeah. was until, you know, years later. But he was like, I was probably the 50th person to go. He's like, well, you're the first person to place it right. And my face, you know, lit up. I was like so excited. He's like, but your reasons need like need they're like basically said these are not good <laughs> like yeah. and i was like yeah you're like i know like, well that's a i mean a first year judging kid that's how it's gonna be yeah but that, that was just the greatest thing ever you yeah. know to 14 year old jake yeah this guy who's judging these shows and you know gave me a compliment i was like wow, yeah that cool. that's that helps a lot and i remember my first year was my freshman year too judging mm-hmm. and i came to this complex here um at the arizona state fair and it was just a, it was a small little contest. It was such a small contest. One set of reasons. And I went up to take, to tell my first set. Mm-hmm. And that everyone all day, they were telling me, you can read from your notes. Just Don't write do it. it down. You can read from your notes. So I go up there and I'm like, I'm about to start reading. It. And the gal that's about to take my reason, she's like, you can put that notebook down. <laughs> I'm like, no, ma'am. What? And she says, she says, well, if you stay with, start with that notebook, 
I have to start you with a like a four or a thirty five or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, what is it out of? I didn't even know what it was out. Of. I'm like, well, thirty five out of forty, like, because that's pretty decent. She says no out of fifty, and I'm like, okay, I'll put the no card. That's like down. a seventy. Yeah. It's a C. I can do it. Then. I'm pretty sure it was like it was a cattle class, and uh, I basically I think I said uh, this one has a level top for every single one, and I said, oh, I really like the quarter on this one. About every single one, I think. I just went online and like just searched before I went that day. Just I was just like, terms. I was like, give me some terms that I that I should use, and I just used the <laughs> same exact terms every for every single, single animal, animal. <laughs> for every animal. Oh my gosh. But that's how it goes. Like a first year kid, if they don't have like a good experience with judging, it's, it's very intimidating. Yeah, it's, it's very it's intimidating. Like. You can see it, like, going on in the contest. Like, these kids are, like, yeah. hating it sometimes. But Well, that's... Whenever I uh, take reasons anywhere, I just... I try to make it as uncomfortable as possible. I'm just like, it's... Just talk to me. We're gonna be fine. Just get through it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty generous. Yeah. So as long as you can just describe them and be good, be cool... Yeah. I'll be all right. What helped me was... We found out that there's livestock judging camps. Yeah. And so I went to A&M's two tiers in a row... And that was like awesome. Like yeah. I mean, they're, they're, we're talking reasons. Like yeah. that was the first time I ever had exposure. To, like this is how you actually like make a livestock set sound good, and and actually like talk about differences in livestock and break it down. And, and that that helped me a lot. First year, you know, it made me better, but I, I didn't win anything. Yeah. Um. But I definitely had a better understanding of it. it was more comfortable. But the second year it was like when I was actually kind of trying to do well, and so I didn't I didn't have a team that year. So I was just kind of rolling around with my buddies. Uh, my buddy Lauren at Las Plumas. They had a really good coach and a really good team. They usually won the contest so I would just hang out with them for critique and all yeah. that and um, occasionally I would have to give reasons to someone I knew you know just an old, a sheep friend or something and I had this you know similar set that I would give every time you know just because it always yeah you have a can set that yeah. sounds good yeah and, and I would just you know not necessarily can but you know it just the same transitions every yeah. time so it flowed oh transitions yeah yeah not, well because at A&M or any judging con or yeah. uh livestock judging uh, what am I thinking of? Camp. Yeah. They're going to give you a format. They're going to tell yeah. you transitions to use. Yeah. And it's always easier when you have the same transitions. Yeah. Set. But like when I knew I was talking to someone I knew, I, I did this thing. I, I don't know how I worded it. I was like talking about the one that wins. I was like, she drops down into a, I talked about it like her head and neck. And I said, and she drops down into a bitch in rib cage and carries that <laughs> uniformity into her flank. And like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like act like I was saying a bad word or yeah. like hesitate. And I would just roll with it. Yeah. And they, like, they wouldn't like, they wouldn't catch it. And I was like, I wonder if they caught it. And um, at Modesto Junior College contest, this guy, a retired ag teacher, Mike Leventini, he's always cracking jokes. Yeah. Every time you see him on the mic, every year he does the critique, you know, just saying like, oh, this kid said this. Um, this Some kid said, you know, talked about testicular circumference when use their hands and might not want to do that. And just, <laughs> just busting jokes. And then he says, and some kid said bitching in his set. Uh, you might not want to say that. And everyone's like, pe- people are laughing. People are like, oh. Like, oh, my God. And the team I was with, they were like, who said that? Who's like, who do you think did that? And it was like, I like pointed myself. Like, that was a me. me. <laughs> and then they were like, you did not. What did you get on set? I, I was one of the high sets that he called out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it was like a 47. But, like, yeah. it was it was funny. It was definitely, it was fun. That um, is fun. But, yeah, I just love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I so from the time I started showing, I was like, I want to judge shows. Like, yeah. this sounds like fun. Oh, dude. I feel like we live kind of the, the same little entrance here into mm-hmm. uh, livestock judging. Because I started the same year that you started, or same time frame, like freshman year. Was Didn't really have a big background in it. I was showing, but I didn't really know what I was looking for. Yeah. And then I 
figured out that, oh, this is kind of hard. I need to get better at this. So I went to Connors. Uh, I went to a Connors camp, and, dude, Connors helped me so much. Mm -hmm. They do an awesome camp over there. And I know, like, I went to Casper, so I'm not doing Casper a lot of justice here. Casper does a really good camp, too, but that Connors camp is awesome. Clint Mefford, was he the coach in charge when you went there? No, it was, was it uh, was, um, oh, what's his name? He's got, like, a, it's a short name. He's... He's in charge of the uh, Texas pork producers right now. What's his oh, name? I am so upset that I can't think of his name. But anyways, but Connor's just smoked yeah, him. Just helped. It helped me so much, and just with the reasons format. Yeah. Because I kind of I knew how to see him at that point. Mm-hmm. At least at least I thought I did. Yeah. So I was more there for the reasons and the format that they give, the transitions that they tell you to use, how how to set up reasons. Just it set me up so much better than everybody here that hadn't been mm-hmm. to a camp. Oh, it's a huge advantage. It really is. Yeah. That, that not a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people talk about it now, but when we were going, it, not a lot of people were talking about it. We're the same age, aren't we? Well, I'm 23. I'm a, oh, I'm you're 23. Yeah, you're, I'm 23. Oh, you're super old. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not super old. <laughs> pretty old. I'm, I'm a little old. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Okay, so... <laughs> so... You, did you ever have a team? Um, so my, I guess my freshman year there was one senior girl that came, and then my senior year I had I, I bounded together some friends who wanted yeah. to do it, and we had practice like once a week. Um, just some kids in my officer team that yeah. you know showed and enjoyed it. Um, so there was there was two years that I had teammates, but um, the rest of it was just just me. But it, it was it was fun. Lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah. I just knew I didn't want to do horse judging or oh, anything no. else. Like Come why would on. I? Judge horses. Did you have? Did they have a horse judging? They team? had a really good horse judging <laughs> team. Actually, like they had. They, we lived in a county where everyone had horses, and there was a bunch of girls who showed horses, and yeah. they were. They had some good resources, and they. I think they, they did really well at contests, but just our ag teachers just hadn't coached the livestock team before, so yeah. it wasn't just something we could. It wasn't their priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I was fine with that. I was like, as long as I get to go, like, I'm fine with it. But. Uh, when do you start looking into like going to school for judging? Um, I knew what that, like that first time I went to A&M camp, I was like, you knew it was possible. I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. I, I knew I obviously wasn't good enough, but like at right then, but I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. This, this seems cool. Like these, I want to be like these guys. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, I, I was like, okay, I want to go to A&M cause they, they just won the national contest. I think either one or two years in a row. And then that was like, you know, the team and you know, they're still, they're still very good. They have really talented coaches. Oh yeah. They're in top four, at least yeah. every contest. Really, really good program. Um, but I was like, I want to go to A&M. I want to judge livestock. And I talked to those guys. I was like, where, where do I have to go before that? Like, what do I have to do? They're like, well, judge at a junior college. Um, and that'll be your best way in to judge at a four year. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, which junior college? They said, well, Blinn, Blinn's really close. Kind of like a feeder and, school for yeah. A&M. And they, they, they win a lot. And you know, they, a lot of our kids start there. And, you know, there's a few other schools they looked at, but I was just like, I want to go to a and I want to judge. Let's go to Blinn. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to win. You know, yeah. Blinn was Blinn, Blinn's hot. Good. Blinn's hot. Yeah. Uh, incredible coaches. You know, Isn't we, Rathman still coaching there? Uh, Rathman just finished. He yeah. just finished. He had, a, he had his kid, and um, him and his wife moved back home, and they're raising show oh, cows okay. now, living the dream. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Munn's still there. He's finishing out, and they've got uh, Quest Newberry, and cool. um, I don't know if anyone else is coming. But, you know, I know Quest is there. He's going to do nice. a really good job. He's he's a lot like Joe. Awesome. Is he? Yeah, awesome human, very articulate, you know, smart. They kind of look alike. They probably, probably really? brothers, yeah. <laughs> um Quest was a state officer. Okay. Yeah, Texas state officer. Um but anyway, so yeah, decided to go to Blinn. Uh really liked it. Um got there. 
had a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, you know, we had a big team. Juco's fun. Made some friends. Uh, did a lot of stupid. Yeah, Juco's got, got into a, trouble. Learned a learned a lot. Um, just kind of got myself in situations that, you know, didn't need to be in. Um, and that kind of changed my perspective on it. I started, you know, going and um, a guy I bought sheep from in high school, Chad Walker, who helped me when I was my senior year in high school showing sheep. He was up in Eastland, and I started going up there, you know, every weekend. And I was having a great time. I was like, I'm learning a lot from this guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he raises and sells sheep. That's that's who I'm here with uh, today. Nice. Um, you know, just a you know a great mind. Someone I, I really looked up to. And um, you know, I start, so, so I started going up there every weekend and helping him. And I was like, you know, this is kind of more fun than sitting in the bus. And I, I like this more. After yeah. Like, you know, it's it's more sheep specific. You know, I'm not. not and you don't have about. to go to school. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> school was still school was still well, there. Yeah. Still, I was still going to school. Yeah. I was not, you know, quitting school anytime soon. Um, but I was like, you know, I just decided not to do the judging team thing anymore after the first semester. Okay. Um, just, and you know, I started working for Chad, um, and just going now, up there really quick. Um, how many kids did you have in that freshman team at Blinn? I think we started with, I think it was close to 20. So, uh, like, was that intimidating, intimidating for you to like come yeah. into that? Yeah. I mean, when we would mark bad cards or have a bad contest, it was, if you don't want to be here, yeah. get out. And, yeah. You know, there's too many of you. You know, if you want to be here, stay. But so I mean, that was intimidating. But the second I knew that, I just, you know, I, I knew kind of early on. I was like, maybe I don't want to judge four years. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll just do junior college. And then you know, some things changed, and I was like, it's gonna be done. Do something else. It's not for everybody. You know, it's not. But I, I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Like, I learned so much there. Um, you know, a lot of stuff I still carry with me today. Like our our animal science professor, uh, Doug Pierce. Uh, he's been a, he was at Blinn forever. Was the old judging coach, wealth of knowledge. He's a Brahmin cattle guy. Oh, from down there in South Texas. Nice. Um, just learned some crazy stuff from him, just about reproduction and making livestock better. And, and one thing he always said was that kind of stuck with me was you got to br- breed the blue to the yellow to get the green. You know, and that was like okay, like that's that's, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, he's like you can't go. To Houston and breed the champion, you know, Bramer bull to the champion Bramer heifer yeah. and make the champion the next year. He's like, that's not how it works. He's yeah. like, and we always were looking at pictures of bulls and, you know, discussing like phenotype and, you know, how things bred and, you know, just. It, you you got to so make them fun. right. You have to, you have to know what they are before you actually. Yeah. Make them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he, you know, I, I learned a lot from him and I still, you know, remember a lot of that. Learned a lot. I, I didn't know much about hogs, but yeah. I learned a lot from Bryce Munn about pigs and. You know, we had our our all night practice, which is where we started like seven o'clock at night, finish at seven in the morning or something oh, like wow. that. And then we sleep all day after. And I remember I dreamed I dreamed all day about pigs, <laughs> like judging pigs and like okay, trying to mark a card. Bryce is gonna yell at me if I put this one second. So I'm gonna put this one for just like. That's what the first semester judging in a JUCO does to you, yes. though, because you're doing it so much. But I learned like I I could see hogs and like. The best set of reasons I talked my freshman year at a contest was in hogs. And really? I was like, this is crazy, yeah. Now, now I like pigs. I think they're really fun to look at. And, yeah. And watch, you know, I love they're watching they're fun to study, for sure. Yeah. They're different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I made a lot of friends at Blinn. Uh-huh. Learned a lot. Made, learned a lot about life, I guess. Um, and that was the biggest thing I took out of there. But then I was just going to make the decision to, you know, keep going to Blinn and College Station, live with a friend just kind of work for Chad and then I, I got a job offer that following June uh, to go work for Neff Livestock in San Angelo, Texas and yep. go to school there so I was like sweet I'll do this mm-hmm. had like I think we had 500 black face ewes for club lamb production and it was 
it was it was awesome. It was, yeah. I I want to raise these things for a living eventually, mm-hmm. and you know, this is a perfect way to learn and uh, get my name out there and hang out with some guys who do a really good job. So I stayed there for about a year and a half. Went to school there, and then um, needed to, needed to change things up. So I went back, started working for Chad again, and um, got really busy working for Chad, and and I loved it. Like I was doing everything I wanted to do. I was clipping and you know going to all these shows and, and you know helping, and and it was like this is it. Like I hated being in the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, every every second I was in the classroom, I was like, I'm losing money. Um, someone else is getting better at clipping than me, and you know I don't want to be here. No. And you know, studying to be an ag teacher, and you know, I, I would have loved to be an ag teacher. I think you still can. I, I can still go back. You still I guess. can. Yeah. Come to Arizona. You don't even need a degree to teach ag. Are you serious? You take a, you take a test. You have to get a certificate. You have to get a teaching certificate. It's but you dangerous. don't. You don't have to graduate from uh, a university to teach <laughs> ag in Arizona. By the way, so anybody backup that wants plan, to teach ag, backup plan. I'll come to Arizona. And they'll take your student loans sometimes. Really. I, you might have to be an Arizona resident, actually. I don't know. But we need ag teachers bad. Everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, Everywhere. definitely. But, yeah, I would have loved being an ag teacher, but I just decided, you know. I think my job experience and who I was learning from kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I don't need to go to school. I'm going to learn from these guys because this is ultimately what I want to do for a living. You know? yeah. Someone, when I, I didn't show up to school a lot the last semester I was there at Angelo, yeah. and someone made a comment to me, they were like, um, are you just not going to get an education? And I was like, no, I'm learning from Master Yoda about exactly what I want to do, and you guys are in your taking notes from some random Jedi. Yeah. You know? And they were like, I guess you're right. Yeah. School's not for everybody. I know no, school's I mean, not for me. I hate school, and that's why I'm still in it. Yeah. I'm st- <laughs> as, a, I- as a 30-year-old, oh, 20, <laughs> oh, 23. Oh, my. Oh, my. Somebody get this guy out of the car. <laughs> Jesus. No, but honestly, like, I hate school so much. And I know, like, I know everyone's just like, just get it done. Just get it done, Cannon. Yeah, just get it done. Well, sometimes school sucks, and I want to be somewhere else. And, like, I... Exactly. Like, I have this podcast. I have another full-time job that I do. Mm-hmm. Cutting meat. Uh, like, I want to be... I'm interested in things that interest me. Mm-hmm. And school is not one of those things. Exactly. I'm going to finish it out. Because like I've it, I've been in it too long. Yeah, you dude. can't I, quit now. I can't quit now. I, I'm I'm almost done. But that's one of my biggest things is like I hate school, but I know I have to get it done. Yeah. But it's I, not for everybody. No, I found some classes like really interesting. Yeah. Like I loved some professors. I just once I left school, I didn't want to do homework. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I just didn't care. You know, there's so many other places my mind was going and other places I wanted to be. So I just went that way and it. It's going really good. So you're working for these guys. Yep. Um, out of school, working for Chad Walker. Yep. Are you still? You're still working for Chad Walker yep. right now. Yeah. Uh, I work for Chad Walker and, and Jamie Smith uh, right now. And you're raising your own goats. Yep. I've got um all my does are still in California with my mom. We do that together. Yeah. Um, she's she really loves the so goats. So you live in Texas still. Yep. All my all my user in Texas with all me. your user in Texas, mm-hmm. but you got does in California. Yep. Okay. Yep. Dang, you you're all spread out. Yeah, drive a lot of miles back and forth to California. <laughs> Do you really? I always drive. Yeah, you I, drive back and forth a bunch. Yeah, because usually I have to haul an animal or you know, I like have my own truck when I go home. Yeah, you know, not to bar my parents and I kind of like driving honestly. Yeah, like it's pretty. I can stop. You know, I saw a meteor crater one time. You know, oh. I could see sights. You know, nice. I could see the country. I think it's I think it's fun. 
relaxing. That's a drive, though. I mean, you got to drive through... Do you drive to through, through New Mexico? Yeah, I go... I go, like, Eastland to Lubbock. Yeah. To Albuquerque. Oh, northern yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, I think that's way prettier than... It is. It's than, way prettier than going through 10. El Paso. And, oh, I hate that way. Ugh. Yeah, you can see Flagstaff. Like, you're, you're driving you're driving through high desert in New Mexico, and then all of a sudden you're seeing elk crossing signs yeah. in Arizona, and you're like, there's a forest here? Oh, dude, we got a big forest. Mm-hmm. We have, a, I think we have the largest, um, like, pine forest in the southwest. Really? Yeah, and it's just two hours from here. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's out of nowhere, just mountains and trees and forest. It's, it's beautiful, and it's, you know, I don't mind it. Yeah, that's where... Um, where you come in at, that's flag. That's where I'm going to go snowboarding. Oh, yeah. That's where, where you come in to Arizona. Oh, there's that's, a ton of snow there, especially yeah. right now. Yeah, there's a bunch. They have a bunch of snow. Yeah. So um, that concludes, like, the portion of, like, getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get into, like, just things that you want to do. So what is your – what's your goal um, within the show industry? And obviously it's to, like, raise, raise livestock and stuff like that. But I'm not talking that. I'm saying – what what do you want to do with with your? My goal is, you know, I don't want to clip goats forever. Yeah, you know? I'm just that's just what we do right now. But but you like it. I love it so much. Um, end goal: I want 200 views, 200 does, thousand acres, and just raise them. Just raise them. Just that's all I want to do. Um, and it's you know I gotta build numbers, and it's gonna take a few years, but hopefully that's what's in store. But we'll see. You know, you never know. But that's yeah. kind of what I'm aiming for. Um, I had something to ask you. Quick, uh, plug your um, Snapchat really quick. If you do, you want to or no? I don't know if I should do that. Do you uh, have a Do you have a funny uh, at or is it just regular? Um, it's actually pretty regular. I was pretty lucky as a you know nine year old making usernames. You made you made the Snapchat at nine years old. No, not nine years. Nine oh. years old was like Instagram, but okay. like my Snapchat. Nine years old was Instagram. Like my my email's like Jake Richardson nine. Oh my, nice. My Snapchat's okay. I'll just say Jake Richardson nine. Don't add him. He's don't, scared. Don't at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he posts he posts jackets on his story. I don't know who's who on when someone's add you on Snapchat. Yeah. It's a bitmoji in your first name. I just it's so. Doesn't that isn't hard. that cool though? Yeah, I just add people. I, usually what I do is I'll add them back, and then I'll send them a snap immediately that says new phone, who this? And then they'll, if I don't know, have any clue who they are, yeah. I'll you know, delete them or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, my Instagram is just Jake Richardson. Yeah. But I don't have, like, Afro boy, like, weird, embarrassing usernames. Like, yeah. I kind of avoided that part of adolescence, I guess. But... Well, that's good. I mean, a lot of people kind of got caught in that trap of just like post or like making a Snapchat name with or like a username with just like awful. I feel like Kelly Bontrager might have a really bad one I, that I've heard I, about, but I can't remember what it does is. Does she? I surely she, she does. She's surely. in MySpace era. She probably has a MySpace. We need to find that. We need to find their MySpace. I don't think you can find people's MySpaces now, though. I they think they're down. I think they're gone. God, that would be gold. That would be gold. I want to know who her top friends were. I want to know what her background was on her MySpace. What, what music? Song? What's yeah? What yeah, song do you think she was playing? I don't. Simon I want to say like Garfunkel, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Fall Out Boy right now. Oh my gosh. Um, do you? Okay, so we talked about you being on. Okay, Kaylee wanted you to be on the podcast, or asked you if you would be on the podcast, mm-hmm. and you said yes, I will. If I can do a Will Ferrell impression. I think I said if I can pretend to be Will Ferrell the whole time without breaking character. Okay. But well, that didn't happen. Well, here's your chance. Let's just start it over. I'll edit <laughs> I'll edit that all out. So, like, this is where it starts. Okay, so. 
Oh, Mr. Farrell, how are you? I'm so uh, so happy to uh, have 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 you here today to talk to me. Nice to meet you. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't do That's that. That's your same voice. It was. I thought that sounded pretty Will Ferrell. <laughs> I guess not. Jesus. Let's not no, do that again. <laughs> I, I don't think that was Will Ferrelly. That wasn't Will Ferrelly. All right. Well, do you have anything else? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What kind of music do you like, Ken? I'm listening to a lot of rap lately, actually. Oh, man. Well, a lot of, like, rap and, uh, like, Texas country. Mm-hmm. What kind of Texas well, not, country? Well, not Texas country, really. Like, I listen to a lot of Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan's good. I listen to a lot of Tyler Childers, obviously. Tyler's good. Uh, Flatland. I love Flatland. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parker's good. You know, like, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of all that. It's and fun. then I listen, I mean, I just listen, I've been listening to um, Lil Uzi's new oh, yeah? song. I forget, uh, what is it called? Like, it's like football or something like mm-hmm. that? It's fire. <laughs> listen to it. Let's listen to it after this podcast. Okay. Before we go back to the barn. It is, it's, it's incredible. What, what, uh, music do you, do you like? Um, Flatland's good. Yeah. Um, I love Tyler Childers. There's yes. a guy named Coulter Wall. Oh, I love Coulter like, Wall. Like, super just raw, yeah. deep, like, Dude. Josh Turner on steroids. And like, he's Canadian. He's have Canadian? You, have you seen him? He, I guess he kind of looks Canadian and mountain. Yeah, and, he's Canadian. That's impressive. Um, wow. Which I don't know why that makes it. I don't know. It He's Canadian. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't no, know dude. any. Fa- Robin, Rob Thick. What other Canadians? Justin Bieber, I guess. Justin is Canadian. Bieber. Damn. Uh, who else are Canadians? Now we're just taking. Robin Shabatsky from um, from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, she's of Canadian. Course. Um, oh yeah, bud. Uh, what was I gonna say? What were we talking? Music. Music. Oh oh. Coulter yeah. Wall. Wall. Dude, the song. Um, he has one called Frawline. Frawline. With Tyler Childers. What? It's it, 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 Tyler Childers is featured, but it, it's not labeled as a Tyler Childers feature. I, so you have to find it. I did not know that. It's beautiful. Um, my favorite song by Coulter Wall is uh, Devil Kate Wars McKinnon. Oh, okay. Have you heard Have you heard Kate McKinnon? Uh-uh. We're going to listen to that, dude. Okay. Kate McKinnon is the best song Coulter Wall has ever made. I have to hear Frawline. Okay. We'll, well, we'll have a vote, and we're going to post a poll on Twitter. Yeah, we're After gonna this. we're gonna post. On, I'll post something on Facebook. It'll be fine. We're gonna be good, and uh, it'll be set. So, all right. So, what's your goal this week? So, we're at Arizona Nationals. Phoenix is a huge show, dude. Like yeah, this show definitely. has turned into a freaking monster, especially for the sheep and goats. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Everybody's to win that show. Everybody's coming. People everybody's who, coming. Know, go to the big shows. You know, they don't avoid this one. They all they all come here. Everybody's coming. So it's you know it's it's really hard to win. So when you come here. Is your goal is to win, or your goal is to get high in the class? Um, you know, you never, you always, everybody wants to win. You yeah, know, that's always the goal. Of course. You know, you have to aim. If you're not trying to win, you know, then why are you know why are you coming? I guess. Yeah. But, um, my goal is, you know, send them in the ring looking as good as we possibly can. Um, that's that's I at shows when you show goats like it's usually me and Darby, and you know Kyler Lee are getting you know the goats legs ready, and we are so obsessed with making sure their legs look good and, and yeah. sending them in the ring, you know, looking their best. Like, well, if we don't have enough time on one, like, we'll get anxiety on the side of the ring staring at the legs that aren't done. Like, just kind yeah. of obsess over it. But, yeah, I guess our goal is to send them in the ring, you know, looking as best as we possibly can and just hope it falls into place. You know, you never know. I forgot that I wanted to talk about your helping out with uh, Stock Show U. Yes, sir. Um, yep. And what, Harrison. what day is that? I think it. I think it's the twenty eighth, right? I think that's what he said. So tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. 
Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, at I don't, 11 a.m.? Tomorrow at 11 a.m. I don't even know if I'm going to... I might release this right now, but... I didn't release an episode this week because it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I might just release this. You didn't do a this. Christmas special? I didn't. Do you want to... This might be the Christmas special. We haven't talked about Christmas one time. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Chrysler! Merry, Merry Chrysler! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Dude, I... Um, when I... On Christmas Day, when I go to text people... Like Merry Christmas, you know, you type in Merry yeah. and the next word pops up. Christmas didn't even show up. Yeah, it, it was Chrysler. Chrysler showed up on my suggested <laughs> I words saw that before. Twi- I, I saw your Twitter. Christmas. I thought that was hilarious, dude. Yeah. That was fun. Do you want to uh, give your Twitter at? Um, you can give that. You're always trying to get Twitter followers. Twitter's fun. Twitter's a good time, dude. I talk about Twitter way too much on this podcast. I think it's it's really fun. It's a great place. It's just Jake Richardson, but the the O and Sun is a zero. The Owen son yep. is a zero. Yes, sir. And he's got a pin tweet dancing with his mom. Oh, so, yeah. That's, or who is that? That's my older brother, That's your ben. older brother. I thought that guy looked taller than you. Yeah, he's taller, much better looking, more talented, <laughs> all of the above. No, that was his graduation, and they're listening to Andre Nicotina. Oh. And my like I told you, my mom. Yeah, pop she's dancer, a baller. Yeah, just gets out there and throws it down with Ben and has a great time. Yeah. It was, it was cool. All right, Jake, well... Yeah. Um. Thanks for uh, sitting in the car. It stopped raining. It did while we were in here. Finally. I hope that people can hear the rain. The rain, like in the beginning when it was raining on us. Mm-hmm. I hope they can hear it. I think it's gonna be nice for them. Very tasteful. Yeah, kind just of background with white our sound. conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just like <laughs> I don't know if that's how rain sounds, but that's pretty accurate. Sounds that's good pretty good rain sound. You know. All right, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again. Uh, obviously, you're in the same car with me, so. Um, we're going to talk to each other after I get done. So we're going to listen to some Coulter Wall. We're going to listen to some Coulter Wall. And we're going to listen to, uh, um, yeah, Coulter Wall. Yeah. Your, what was your song called? Uh, Kate McCannon. That one, yeah. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Bye. You Merry say Christmas. Bye? <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> time's limited, so you must listen carefully. Yeah, I mean, so we're basically best friends now, if you couldn't tell. And I just can't wait to have him on again. I thought, I thought we got along really well, and I hope you guys liked it. Uh, I know if Kaylee's listening, she's probably saying, uh, you guys didn't talk about me enough, and I guarantee that's what Kaylee's saying right now, is that we did not talk about her enough. Uh, but Kaylee, we talked about you an adequate amount. To everyone else, I hope you liked it. Uh, I really appreciate the support. Again, follow me on all my, all my social medias, and uh, I will talk to you guys next week. I love you. Goodbye.